welcome to Trade Centre Live, brought to you by Sportsmate and Footy Live, where we talk all things trade, bringing you all the breaking news and real opinions from real fans. Hashtag Trade Centre Live to get involved. And each day, we're going to speak to two big fans. Actually, some days we speak to three about their beloved clubs, followed by a live 4pm show to wrap up your daily trade news. We also have some polls and content on the Footy Live app in the Trade Centre tab. So go on there now and vote. We're going to read out some results very, very shortly. Today, we spoke to some big fans from Big Fan Podcast. Nick and Tiz from the Hawk Talk Podcast joined us. And then Duck from Purple Rain. It was uh, some good chats today. And it's 4 p.m. now as I check my watch. So that means it's time to wrap up the trade news of the day with the one and only Nick Gugliamino. Nico, big day of trades. What a day to jump on. That's it. It's about time. Um, it's good to know that the the clubs realise that they can actually do trades on days other than the deadline day. The deadline so. day. I know. It's been a busy day today. You've been working all... And actually, you said to me before we came on, you said, I know everything that's gone on. I have not left the computer today. I've not dropped the phone. You've been calling people. You've been looking through Twitter. You know everything that's going on. So I'm glad that I've got you here to go through it with me. But first, Nico, you know what we do? We go through the polls, right? So that they've been on the app all day. So yep. who won the trade for Chera? We had that one up and uh, Carlton had majority of the votes by three votes. A lot of people thought that Frio um, got a good deal out of that. What did you think? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it was a fair trade. I mentioned it yesterday. Pick six seems about right for Chera. But, you know, uh, with these with these trades, uh, p- players for um, draft picks, I'm always going to lean towards the player because draft picks are the best at time or a lottery. So Yeah, they're unknown, Carlton, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, so Carlton know what they're getting at least. And Chera, he is a good player. He will get better. There's no doubt about that. And, yeah, I think it's a good move for Carlton. Yeah, I hope it's more consistent than your internet. Um, no, it's not too bad at the moment. It's going in and out. It's okay. Uh, what player – this was the other question. What player will Luke Dunstan be for Melbourne, right? And most people voted replacement player. So they think that he's only going to get a go if there's a lot of injuries. Is that is that how you feel as well, Nico? Yeah, yeah, that, that seems about right. I mean, he's not going to go in there um, and be a regular starter. You don't think he's got a lot of work to do to prove himself. Um, he, he wasn't even a regular starter at St Kilda and now he's moving into a premiership team. So, mm. yeah, no, he's he's going to go in there. He, he has to make the most of his opportunities and I expect him to do that. Um, he, he's a decent player and he found some mm. form towards the back end of uh, 2021. So, uh, yeah, it'll be an interesting watch next year. Yeah, I think you said the Melbourne boys are going to get on a big bender during this summer and enjoy their premiership. So there might be a few boys who aren't ripe and ready. There might be a few injuries. So opportunities will come for Dunstan. Let's just hope he takes it. <laughs> um, the other, we had another question. Uh, will Darcy Fort be a lion or a cat in 2022? Most people think he's going to be a lion. Do you, do you, uh, the 70% actually said he's going to be a lion. Do you share that same um, thought? Yeah, yeah, it's looking that way. Um, yeah, I think he'll end up at Brisbane for sure. Um, it's just been, it's just one of those trades that you think uh, that you just assume will get over the line. And I think Geelong are interested in Segler, so they're already lining up uh, their replacement for Fort. So <laughs> that's the way it's looking. Yeah, what club is the best fit for Tyson Stengel? Our audience think it is Essendon, just slim. Essendon, thirty-three percent. Then Carlton. For 26.6%, other was 23%, and then Geelong. I don't know. Where do you reckon he's best suited, Tyson Stengel? I think Geelong, Geelong were really interested at one point. 
Yeah, I, yeah, I think Geelong. I I, I made it's the case for though, it yesterday. Too young, you said yesterday. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Too young. But I did make the case for Geelong um, and Stengel. Obviously, they're in a good spot to take a risk on Stengel. Um, and I, I guess Carlton and Essendon are, are too. Um, yeah, I mean, wherever he ends up, it's an opportunity for him. So I'm sure he'll take it. And um, yeah, I'm sure he'll hopefully he'll turn out to be a decent player. That's right. A, a few things happened today. We'll go from the top because the first uh, trade that went through was a pick swap and it involved the Ds, the Dogs, the Crows and the Pies. You were all over this. You messaged me straight away and you said, Jim, here we go. Day four is off to a flyer. What happened here? Yeah, it was a big one. It was a big one for the Dogs in particular because it does get give them the draft points to get their father-son recruit yeah. in Sam Darcy early on in the draft. So lucky them for the dogs. They get two top-end picks uh, in two years in a row. Um, and the Ds as well, they they enter the first round um, of the draft this year as well. They secured pick 17. That's right, because um, they didn't have any picks in the first round, did they? No, they traded it off last year to the yeah. Lions, I think it was, um, for other draft picks. So, yeah. So, yeah, the D, Ds uh, go back in the first round. Dogs mm-hmm. get their points and Adelaide get Melbourne's future first round. So, yeah, Melbourne uh, get one and uh, give one away. And the Saints don't really get much. I don't know why they were in it. They just got a couple. They just of want to feel involved. They don't like to miss out on things, the Saints. So yeah, that's I thought it. they just yeah, chuck their hat in the ring. Will Brody plus pick 19 went to Fremantle. You don't rate Will Brody much, um, which is fair <laughs> enough to it. Yeah. And you said he was, getting, you're getting paid, he was getting paid too much. Really, this was a salary cap dump, wasn't it? They needed to get – he was getting paid a lot. And, you know, you think if he's going to get renewed at Frio, he's not going to get half of what he was getting at Gold Coast. What do you reckon? Yeah, so the reason you'd have to say for Brody getting as much as he was was, I mean, they're probably doing it for a lot of their players up there to just keep him on the yeah, keep him their retention. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So yeah, this was obviously a move that was, um, uh, yeah, pushed towards. So yeah, it was a move um, inspired by the whole um, salary cap uh, yeah. squeeze that they've got up there. And yeah, they had to use that pig 19 as compensation to, for someone to take on that contract. And yeah, for the Dockers, I mean, it's, it's a good result for them. They get Will Brody, a big bodied midfielder um, who can come in and replace Chera, obviously uh, not to the same extent as Chera, but you know, he'll be getting a lot more opportunity up there at Freo than he was mm-hmm. at Gold Coast in that midfield and pick 19 is a little nice bonus, a cherry on top. That's it. And then speaking about it, Jerry, uh, Carlton popped their chair today with uh, finally getting their man on his birthday. He turned 22 today, Nico. Nice little birthday present. He finally got his wish. Yeah, pick six over to Fremantle and chair to Carlton. And then there was a future third rounder there as well. But uh, it's huge. I think for Freo, this is really annoying. And we spoke before to Duck. Uh, from the Purple Rain podcast, and he was pretty pissed off about this because he wants to keep those players. And this is because when you when you get someone in, because he's a you know it was a high draft, what pick five in two thousand seventeen, he did his apprenticeship there. He's built mm. himself into a good midfielder, and then Carlton are basically gone, bang, we'll take him, thank you. And he adds to a midfield. Carlton are growing and they're good, and you've and you've added a they've got about fifty, you know, what did I say, ninety players on their list at the moment. People want to go to Carlton. They want to play under Vossi. This is great for Carlton. I think they win this big time. 
yeah, I mean, like we said earlier, um, you, you're always better off picking up a play that you know what you're going to get from them rather than, you know, a, a draft pick that's a lottery at the best of times. And, mm. uh, I mean, we'll talk about it soon. Uh, Sam Petresti, Seaton, he's a good mm. example of that. I think he was taken at pick six a few years ago in 2016. And look, look how that's ended up. He's back on his way to Perth, obviously didn't work out at Carlton just the 11 games this year. But yeah, I mean, Carlton know what they're going to get from Chero. He's going to be a good player. And yeah, it's a big win for the Blues. They've been busy. Do you reckon this is, I was looking at social media and I saw all the excitement about Chero going to Carlton. Is this another one of those years where they get too excited in the preseason and then the expectations are too high and then they get let down midway through the season when they realise they're not making the eight? That's what you told me before the show. I don't know. I'm just asking the question. I mean, Blues fans can't blame others for thinking that way because that's the way it's been for the last decade. I mean, mm. yeah, they, they have a good off-season, you know, they recruit well, um, bring in some good draftees or whatever. Um, and, yeah, they hype themselves up a lot. It's always the case. And, uh, yeah, I think at the start of the season I said, don't buy into Carlton just yet. Just wait yeah, till you see him on the park. You did say that. You said that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. First and time you've ever been right, but you were <laughs> right. And he finished in the top three in the Dockers' best and fairest last year and then fifth this year. He's, he's a ready-made player. He's going to make an impact, though, you know, unless Carlton break him, which they've, <laughs> they've broken a few plays in the past. Now, I hope this works out for them, though. I honestly do. So it's a great move for them. And I think, I don't know, because Frio, we're a Frio sitting, man. Like, they, if they didn't have injuries, they make the eight this year. Um, we spoke to Duck earlier. He was a bit pessimistic about the Fremantle Football Club. They don't get their hopes up over there but if everything goes right they will get injuries like you said but they're getting some youngsters in but again a big point is hopefully those youngsters are from western australia because you don't want the go home factor again because they'll just leave in the end Mm, yeah exactly and also i I think they've got a really good draft hand they're building nicely um in the draft this year so i mean that's a positive for the dockers um yes they lose chera but i think what is it like five picks in the top 25 or something like that. Um, something like that. But yeah, yeah they've got they've, a great draft hand. Yeah, they've done um, well in that aspect. Yeah, you were crying before when I spoke to you because Tim O'Brien's left and you were about <laughs> to get his number on the back of your jumper. So he's gone to the doggies. Uh, what do you think about with that when that came through? Have you wiped away the tears yet? Yeah, well, I mean, I've had the number 23 on the back of my jumper for a while now, but not because <laughs> of Tim O'Brien. I'm still oh. crying since Buddy left. But <laughs> yeah, true. Um, yeah, I mean, we spoke about it yesterday a bit. Um, it, it's no massive loss to Hawthorne. They won't lose much sleep over it, but I, I think it'll suit O'Brien, the move to the Bulldogs. Um, he'll go there and be the third tall, either in defense or up forward, mm. and as opposed to being, you know, the first or second at Hawthorne where, you know, he's at that age where um, – what you see is what you get and he's not going to be that first or second tool for you. So he goes to a premiership contending side and um, he'll, he'll be a good stop gap or, you know, adds depth to that. Um, yeah. To that defense or forward yeah. line. And uh, I think that, yeah, they lost Lewis young today as well. The dogs. So they did. obviously it's a replacement for him. Yeah. Lewis young went to, to Carlton as well. And it was that, that pick 50, 50- 52, which originally came for Sam Petrescu Seaton. He went to West Coast, right, for pick 52. I think this is – that is nothing for Sam Petrescu. I know he hasn't lived up to expectation, but, God, I can remember when he started. I think it was his seventh game. He got three Brownlow votes playing in the middle. It was supposed to be the next big thing. But pick 52, mm. you could almost get picked up for pick 52, Nick. I think that's nothing. 
Yeah, it is nothing. It's a bag of chips. And again, like it's a case of why um, we shouldn't be hyping up draft picks too much sometimes because you don't know how they're going to turn out. But yeah, like you said, um, in that first season, I think at Carlton, um, he he was playing really good footy early on, playing Mm. in the midfield. And obviously that opportunity in the midfield kind of phased out and he's had stints up forward in defence, hasn't really worked out for him, played 11 games this year. And yeah, he heads back home and this could be a good move for him, you know, heading back home to WA um, and he could get more opportunity in the midfield with a new club, uh, better culture. You'll, you have to say, unfortunately for blues fans, but oh, better culture up at West coast. Well, yeah. And it could rejuvenate his career. Hopefully they give him the opportunity and uh, yeah, he, he can make the most of his potential. Yeah. Let's hope so. He'll have to get rid of the long sleeves. I think it's going to be too warm up there for him to wear those. Long sleeves. Yeah, I hope the new environment suits him. I do. I did see a little burst of you know potential from him, but pick fifty two is absolutely nothing really. Hey, other news that came out today. A couple more things. Toby Green suspended by the AFL Appeals Board for six matches. You were filthy on this, Nick. You thought he should have got nothing. You didn't even think a suspension. No, not even one game. You thought a fine. Yeah, six games. That's a big gap. Yeah, it, it is a big gap. I was a fair way off there, to be fair. Um, but I have to double down. I, I, I think I need to stick by my word. I, at the time, you know, I didn't think there was much in it. And, you know, we'll save this for another podcast because we could, you know, debate this all day long. Please but, please. yeah, I mean, yeah, six six weeks is a lot. It really is. And I think my argument at the time was um, – they want to give him more than what we give to players um, that cause head injuries. So, yeah, I mean, each to their own, but it's a lot of, it's a lot of weeks. It's a hefty suspension uh, for grazing the shoulder of an umpire. Mm. Yeah, no, uh, I don't think so. I think you've got to respect umpires. I know you hate the umps, but God, you've got to respect them. So I, I don't mind that, to be honest, Nicker. Hey, is, is anything going to come out of Hawthorne now? Because Laddams, you don't want him. They've asked for too much. Um, is yeah. anything else going to happen at, at the Hawks? Um, yeah, so Laddams, yeah, Laddams, they're asking. They're being a bit unreasonable, Port Adelaide. A first round pick for Laddams is far too much. So I, I, I'm happy that the Hawks have pulled out of that race uh, mm. for now, at least. Um, in terms of out, other outgoings, I think Segler will go. And in terms yeah, of incomings, I think, yeah. yeah, Max Lynch from Collingwood looks like, um, yeah, the second option behind Laddams to bring in as that ruck cover and, yeah, ruck future. And, yeah, the, the big ones, I guess, we're still waiting to see what happens on the fo- the fire sale. <laughs> um, there's been a bit of talk yeah. about trading away Mitchell and O'Meara and uh, Wingard, Gunston. I, I don't Gunston know if or Gunston's probably the most likely, wouldn't it, out of that group, you think? Yeah, being the 30-year-old, um, mm. yeah, and we, we kind of um, built a forward line last year without him. Um, so I guess if there is one to go, it's him. And I'm not sure how he felt about the whole Clarkson leaving. I think he wanted Clarkson to stay mm. if the rumours are true. So, um, yeah, we'll see what happens. I think this is going to go down to the why because if there is anyone that wants him, um, they're obviously going to need a lot of salary cap room, That's right. and they're not going well, to. Well, they need, they need they, exactly. You need confirmation about the exact how much salary cap room you do have. So I think that's mm. going to that's going to push things back as well. Did you enjoy the chat this morning with Nick and Tiz from the Hawk Talk? I did. I did. Week? They were very good as usual. Yeah. And so were good. you, Jimmy. 
Oh, thank you, sir. No, they ran the show. That was good. I enjoyed chatting to them, and they they seemed to think Gunston was on his way out as well. What's happening tomorrow, you reckon, Nico? What's the next one we're going to see? Because, I mean, Jarrett <laughs> was the big one we were waiting for. I think Clark gets done. Um, I'm waiting on um, Callum Coleman-Jones. Richmond need that pick 20. I reckon pick 20 for Coleman-Jones. Get it done. What do you reckon? <laughs> Yeah, is, again, is he worth pick? I don't yes, know if I'd give pick. up a pick twenty for him. <laughs> he's worth pick twenty, Nick. Those hands—they're vice-like. Yeah, he's a yeah, ready-made true. player. He can play in the ruck. He can play up forward. He can, he's got the brain to play down back as well. He's one of a yeah, kind. That's okay. it. And for North Melbourne as well, uh, they, they're probably a bit desperate for, you know, some some other big tools uh, with a big future. So, yeah, Cullen Coleman-Jones fits that bill. And, you know, if they think he's worth a pick 20, they'll give up a, uh, give up a pick 20. So I think that gets done. Um, any other ones? Uh, I think, yeah, I'm not sure about Laddams. I'm not sure if that gets mm. done. And, yeah, we might have to wait a little bit longer for the Jordan Dawson one too. Yeah. We might have to wait a little bit for that. But, Nico, we don't have to wait long um, for your podcast tomorrow because you've got a big one with uh, with a Demon fan. What time are you kicking that off tomorrow live? Yeah, so 11 a.m. I'm talking to the guys. That's early for you. Brief. You're normally up at about 12. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, true, especially in lockdown these days. Mm. But, yeah, debrief tomorrow, 11 a.m. That'll be a good chat for all the Melbourne fans. I don't think they're too concerned about the trade period, to be honest, because <laughs> – they're still celebrating. <laughs> they are still celebrating. It's going to be good. So just to uh, to let you guys know, again, the biggest one out of today was obviously Chera going to Carlton for pick six plus a future third rounder on his birthday. That was the biggest one. I'm sure there'll be bigger ones as we go through. That's all we've got time for today from uh, the trade news. Make sure you hashtag uh, Trade Centre Live to get involved and get on Footy Live, uh, the app. We've got all the content there. And make sure you send your abuse to Nico on Twitter. He loves it. He's going to be on tomorrow so make sure you tune in for that really enjoyed your company today it's been great chatting about trades and uh, we'll do it all again tomorrow so hope you enjoy your night